big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Hold on to your seat, folks. We're going to talk about 20 years worth of history uh, coming from the Lancaster Event Center with Amy Dickerson. Amy is Lancaster Event Center Managing Director. And the reason we look back uh, 20 years is because uh, the, the Event Center really was born in the public's eyes back in early 2001. And here we are in 2021. Do the quick math. There's 20 years. First of all, Amy, hello. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Amy and I are both a little calmer uh, today, especially Amy, uh, since the last time we talked, uh, it was post rodeo. It was, was it post super fair? I'm not sure, Amy, you're I'm looking at your sure calendar. And I, I have, you know, my memory's not good at the moment. No, these all just blend together, but it went straight from the rodeo right into the, uh, 150th anniversary of the Lancaster Super Fair. So things are a little bit calmer. Things are quieter out at the Lancaster Event Center. So that affords us an opportunity to take a look back at this nonprofit fairground style event complex. First of all, there, there's a little bit of education that goes on. Who owns the Lancaster Event Center? Great question. The uh, Lancaster County Ag Society manages the county and, and we say event center all the time but we can't forget that this is our county fairgrounds mm -hmm. that's that's what the lancaster event center is it's our county fairgrounds and just like in all the other counties and in, in through nebraska the ag society um is the name of the legal entity and it, that goes back 150 years to right around the same you know same time that the state was coming to be but if you want to be honest about it you know who owns it is the lancaster county taxpayers you know they uh, uh through the county board approved the first two bond issues that built the place in two phases back in uh, opened up like you said february 1st 2001 we're at the first about three buildings and then we added our two largest buildings uh i, I always forget somewhere around 2007 2008 um, and uh, and then we just recently, and why we're able to host the rodeos, we added uh, some outdoor improvements, you know, campground, outdoor grandstand out on the eastern side of the grounds. The eastern 40, I call it, uh, of the 160 acres hadn't really been developed. It was still basically corn ground. We couldn't even park cars out there. But now it's all had a first round of development and uh, has just been growing all 20 years. And so, you know, today is, as we tape this, is this is my daughter's 20th birthday, I'm just realizing. And um, she's in North Carolina going to college. And just like I don't want to forget her birthday, I feel terrible. We we have a short shrift uh, to the Lancaster Event Center Fairgrounds 20th birthday this year with all between COVID and how much we grew this year and opened up with a bang this summer. It's you know, I've gotten short shrift. The National High School Finals Rodeo just took the Lancaster Event Center into an entirely different stratosphere. It's, a, it's rare air to, to host one of these. But before that happened, listeners, 
The Lancaster Event Center hosted the second largest indoor farm show, the second largest indoor tractor pole west of the Mississippi, a 10-state car swap meet, two of the top 10 quarter horse shows in this country. The rodeo was supposed to have been in 2020, canceled because of COVID. Also, the RV, the National RV Group, the Family Motor Coach Association International Convention and RV Expo was also supposed to be in 2020, and that didn't happen. But they're coming back when... Amy, the next RV year, group. they just visited. They'll be back here end of after the fair next year, end of August. So that's the the largest RV convention. It'll be two thousand plus RVs. So they're and these aren't your little pull behind pop ups. These are million plus dollar right. RVs. Amy, these are people that have sold their houses largely and are RVing as a lifestyle, you know, and going place to place, and they gather up and. It's a good community event, and the CVB is working hard and giving them programs so they can learn about Lincoln and attractions and the history of Nebraska and things like that. So it's it's a very nice group. Rascal Flats, the opening act back on February 1st of 2001 when the Lancaster Event Center opened its doors, and it was, my words, not yours, uh, slow growth really for the first five years, maybe six years, Amy, if we look at the... The estimated annual economic impact of the Lancaster Events Center Fairgrounds. And when we talk about economic impact, let's define that because it isn't just money coming through the gates at uh, the event center. This is the, the community impact. Yeah, and I think this is a story back to the original vision that the Ag Society, the founding members out here, we're, we're now among the biggest county fairs in Nebraska on our fairgrounds, but we're one of the youngest fairgrounds because we shared space on the state fairgrounds. And the needs of that county fair were not being met back, um, you know, back in 2000, late 90s. And so that Ag Society decided, you know what, let's build our own fairgrounds so that we control our destiny. And the original vision, there's kind of three big areas of impact we can talk about over the 20 years. And it's kind of phased, you know, kind of changed, you know, and added over time. You know, first of all, it was a vision of. How can we keep youth and the community engaged and educated on agriculture? And that's really what the fair is the, you know, the big event that everybody notices on a county on a county fairgrounds. But what people don't realize is there's hundreds of Lancaster County youth that are out here year round, you know, doing their sheep and goat weigh-ins or their uh, level testing on where they're at on their equine, their horse on their horses or doing club meetings and more recently doing STEM, uh, you know, like uh, rocket shoots and things like that. So that's happening out here all the time. We have as many as around 900 youth that are out here, plus other, you know, like the fourth graders in, in the whole county come out here for Ag Awareness Days. So and then you add um, Ag Tourism, Ag uh, business, you know, that second largest farm show in the country, that's huge every December to the whole region in terms of ag business um, and uh, ag tourism is really led, you know, we have a unique reputation in the region and even nationally for being a great place for horse shows and that brings people from coast to coast. So ag was really the original vision. But as you say, it pretty it takes a little while in the event business. It takes about three to five years to kind of get your calendar filled up and events to kind of get their feet underneath them and get strong. And then as we added, built, we filled those up and then we added more buildings again. And again, it, you can see it in the numbers that you're, you're looking there on the economic impact. It takes a little while to kind of ramp up, but it continues to ramp up. And we've been, our rate of growth until we did the recent uh, grounds improvements was kind of flattening out because our, our schedule's full. 
Um, we've been talking with the community about whether they want to add some more space out here. And But what, what's happened is then it's added a second kind of impact on top of the ag. It's become a, a juggernaut on economic impact, Dale. And uh, so, you know, you're looking, I shared a chart with you that it's it's pretty amazing the numbers. Dr. Ayer with UNL did a economic impact. Dr. Eric Thompson did a economic impact study in 2017 and looked at, you know, whether you're a spectator, you spend about a hundred bucks a day. If you're a trade show vendor, you spend as much as $300 a day because of the hotel rooms and restaurant meals, your expense account and, and horse show exhibitors spend about $200 a day while they're in town. And there are multiple days, those trade shows and horse shows, they're not just one, two hour event. They last over three to five days, most of those. And so the economic impact has, is now, um, with our growth just constant, you know, as we relaunched um, about the time that I came in around 2014, we've gotten really become a national level fairgrounds that's attracting people from around the country. And and our economic impact is closer to before the rodeo, about $50 million a year. Um, and that's obviously, we don't see a penny of that. Um, some event centers have part of a little bit of sales tax or lodging tax that comes back to help fund the event the event center that brings those events in but we don't see any of that but that's out in our community and we're happy to do it you know we're happy to serve our community and our businesses that way to bring those outside visitors in and that all means dale you and i as taxpayers are paying less you know because that sales tax logic that all goes into the coffers of our local government from those out of county visitors and we're happy to do that so that's a second kind of impact that's really grown over the 20 years yeah just think about that uh my wife and i are planning a a concert trip to st louis and it's everything from hotel rooms to meals to gas for the vehicles uh we'll probably end up going shopping we'll walk around and just make some impulse buys all of this goes into that label of economic development and rarely maybe if ever does the event center host an event where it doesn't spill over into the community? Even something that is just a single day or a single weekend long, Amy, still people have to leave. People have places to stay. People have to eat. And unless they bring food with them, they're going out into the community and spending their own money. Yep. And, you know, what was neat about the rodeo is they dressed a particular way with their cowboy hats or Western wear, the back numbers on the contestants. So you could get a better idea that they're out in the community and we got stories from, you know, the impact wasn't just on the Eastern side of Lincoln. It went all the way to downtown and, you know, start, you know, that's why we had that welcome to Lincoln day event, the opening weekend to get those out of town visitors really understanding a, Hey, it's just a left and a right turn down O street out of the fairgrounds and get downtown and buzzer Billy says that they had lines out the door all week and they, they were amazed how patient they were the rodeo visitors and we had downtown hotels commenting that while we may not have gotten direct bookings you filled up all the hotels on the eastern side of 27th street and we got more bookings you know so we're proud to do that for our community and we're always finding ways if you went and looked at our rodeo website we were pushing not just within the county and city but across statewide where else people could visit we're we're all about you know we're proud of our state and uh you know we're there's it's a great place to visit so and a great place to visit we want them to spend money with us right so we're happy to help do that even in 2020 the event center had people in it the Lincoln Food Bank had weekly food distributions. The American Red Cross had blood drives every month, Test Nebraska. There was an indoor drive through for testing in the spring. City of Lincoln and Lancaster County held their public meetings there. NRD held its board 
NRD board held its public meetings out there, Lancaster County election precinct site. So you didn't just close your doors and everybody go home. You uh, created some activity out at the event center. We're going to quickly run out of time, so I want to ask this question. In looking back at 20 years, Amy, how does that set you up to make predictions for the next 5, 10, 15, and 20 years? Well, I think we've really established ourselves on the national scene that we, without even really marketing, we're getting calls, and the rodeo definitely uh, accelerated that and these grounds improvements, you know, with the RV rallies calling us and other shows using that campground and impacting businesses across town. I'm, I'm really pleased to see, too, that a lot of people realize the community impact, you know, that we are the largest community center. We're here at the call. It was first the floods in 19 and then COVID in 20 and 21. We're very happy to do that. So it's um, we're looking for everybody's feedback. You know, tell us the stories of where we have the impact and where you'd like to see us go over the next 20 years. We're taking a look at that right now. And please reach out. Don't assume that we know what what the impact is or what's important. We'd love to hear it from our community because that's that's what we're here for as your county fairgrounds. The best way to reach you, uh, either you directly at LEC, others at LEC, or uh, Access <clears throat> call our phone number and hit zero and ask okay. to speak to Amy or shoot me a quick email on our website. It's easy to do. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see the Family Motor Coach Association International Convention and RV Expo in uh, 2022. I just recently became a camper, a small little tiny beginner's pop-up camper. Yeah. So I'm nowhere close to the... To one of the many ones. passions out there that all of us, you know, each particular family and people have their own passions we're, we're happy to be a host for them there yeah. bring them here all right well take a deep breath and um, appreciate everything you do out there at the event center amy thank you we appreciate our community's support we sure do let us know how we can better serve you guys amy dickerson managing director at the lancaster event center here on lincoln live thanks everybody have a great day